This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. A, 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 a Giants podcast for Giants fans. By Giants fans. It's Sean Morash and Paul Dottino. Down the sideline, into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants! From the offseason, through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one Giant Giants step. step. All right, it's one Giant step. I don't want to be here as much as you guys want to be listening to this right now as Giants fans. After what is without question, without a doubt, historically the worst opening night, opening day in Giants history. 40 to nothing is the final score. I, even as the most optimistic of Giant fans at times last year, I was very negative on the team. Uh, I have major concerns. I have concerns that my worst-case scenario concerns all came true in week one. That being said, I don't think that this is a game where you suddenly throw the season out the toilet. The toilet, as some of the oldies like to say. All right. Reiterating how this game went poorly is the Giants started off with this outrageous running drive where Daniel Jones and Saquon are making plays left and right. Then you have a full star penalty by Andrew Thomas, which felt like a direct result about what was happening with the right tackle on the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football. Followed by a terrible snap by John Michael Schmitz, who, by the way, the snaps all night long, both on special teams and regularly, when they were in shotgun, John Michael Schmitz was awful with the wet football. Awful. I mean, how many low snaps did Daniel Jones have to bail out? Uh, but that that snap... And then the blocked field goal. Look, that that blocked field goal set the tone for the game, where there was there could have been coming back from it, but it was a spiraling moment. Everything the Giants had built up and felt good, they go down six nothing. Obviously, come back around. It's not really any good. The Cowboys, you know, figure it out, end up kicking a field goal. They're up nine nothing. Still at this time, you're thinking, all right, Giants trailed 13-0 last year, first half versus Tennessee. Let's calm everything down. The Saquon Barkley, the fact that it's, by the way, called an interception for Daniel Jones is, look, it's it's the rules of football. I mean, we all know that's really like a fumble by Saquon Barkley, but it counts as a pick because it was bang-bang. That pick six ends the game. It ends the game, and from that point forward, you guys and analysts or fans can talk about whatever they want from the game. The moment that game became 16 nothing, it essentially was over. And, of course, later it would become 19 nothing. then it was really over as Daniel Jones threw that interception, which was an inexplicable pass, and I'll touch on in just a moment why, as much as the pass sucked, I, at that point I was fine with it, even though I'm setting a really low bar. The Giants had a game plan. 
Okay, the biggest bugaboo in the two games that they ended up keeping fairly close with the Cowboys last year was that the Cowboys' defensive front completely abused the Giants' offensive line. And we had worries about Mark Lewinsky and Evan Neal, and those worries came to fruition. As those guys couldn't block anybody, they couldn't deal with the stunts. Micah Parsons essentially wrecked the game. But when you are a team that wanted to create big plays and big pass plays and you have no ability to block up front and completely collapse everything around your quarterback, there's just no way to then play from behind when you get behind three scores. The Giants could no longer go to doing what was working with the run offense if they had any hope of coming back into the game, and everything they'd probably prepared for a week went out the window. So that's how the game eventually becomes 33 and then 40 nothing. I know we're all going to focus and boo the heck out of the team, but the game was over at 19-0, and unless the Giants figure out a way to protect up front, they're just never going to be able to come back. If they get multiple scores down, they have to play from in front, and they have to play mistake-free football, and mainly is because of the offensive line. Somehow, the offensive line that has still not been fixed after year after year, and now three GMs, it's incredible. I'm not ending the Evan Neal experiment. I'm ready to end the Mark Lewinsky experiment. I'd rather see the young guy in his Zudu play at this point, or even Shane Lemieux, that he's finally healthy. Evan Neal, you have no choice but to keep seeing what he has out there and hope that he gets better as the year goes on. He's allowed to get better as the year goes on, but it's just an outright disgrace. I trust the offense. I trust, I mean, I trust the offensive coaching. I trust the scheme, but it's a disgrace. Now, Daniel Jones, the reason I didn't go crazy about the pick, and he, by the way, he should have thrown another awful pick later. Look, when you get down in that spot, you're running for your life. The offensive line isn't even giving you more than a half a second to make a play. And you're running out of bounds and you throw it away. He sees a very tight window to try to get a first down. And the first downs were hard to come by. He took a shot. He took a shot and ended up being picked. And honestly, I said to myself at that point, what's the difference? If he completes it and threads the needle for a first down, maybe they have a little momentum going. If he runs out of bounds, I know it was first down. Keep going, they punt. I mean, the Cowboys are probably going to come down and score anyway. It felt like one of those, the game's getting out of hand, I'm going to be a gunslinger a little bit, and I'm going to try to make a play. And he failed. I would rather my quarterback basically give zero Fs and try to pull the team back and put him on his back, and if that leads to mistakes and it leads to losses that could have been a two-score loss becoming 40 nothing, fine, whatever, I'll deal with it. But overall, it wasn't a great Daniel Jones game. Not, not by any stretch. He missed that easy pass to Paris Campbell. You know, he he wasn't perfect. But, you know, you had drops, like, by Hyatt. You had the plays in the second half where Hodgins catches the pass and then fumbles. He did have the one drive where he was cooking really good to Darren Waller. You put up zero points on the scoreboard. The quarterback's going to take the brunt of the beating. Uh, I'm not trying to be the Daniel Jones uh, family member here that tells you it's none of it's his fault. He didn't play great last night. But, again... To come into a year and think Daniel Jones could be out of excuses, he's earned the contract, I'm all about that. That was historically bad stuff from the front. I, it was uncompetitive football from the offensive front. If you drop back every single play and you look up and there is a person in your chest, essentially every single play, that you're running for your life and scramble. thank God he could scramble, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? This is the way the Cowboy game felt in week three last year. You hope that this team with the 49ers coming up in two weeks, and you hope that the Andrew Thomas injury isn't a big deal at the time of taping this. We're still waiting MRI results. This was a tough one. 40 to nothing is an absolute tough pill to swallow. 
We played fantasy versus reality last Sunday, oh, uh, last Friday. Boy, nobody got in the end zone. Nobody could touch it. So big picture now. A lot was made of the Giants' schedule and their ability to hang with the big boys. This team is not 40 nothing bad versus elite teams. They aren't. Momentum is a real thing. And think about everything that went wrong in order. Now, the Giants did plenty of that to themselves. This is not something that's going to happen most weeks. It's not. It was a really horrifically, historically bad night. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I hate being the cheese bleep uh, radio host slash podcast host that points to the Super Bowl years and talks about it. But look, Giants got lost to the Cowboys, 86 opening night. 07, those first two games where they were atrocious. The Giants should still be a very competitive team. And if you're somebody like me that had them at 10 wins, some had them at 9 wins, nobody was going crazy calling them a 13, 14 win team. That type of season is still very much in reach. Again, you're going to need Andrew Thomas to be healthy. But it's still very much in reach. And what we said all along, if you believe the Giants would beat the Cowboys, and I did and I was wrong, was that even if they didn't, you set yourself up in week two where many people believe the Arizona Cardinals are the worst team in football. And they hung with Washington for a long time in that game, but I question how good Washington is too. You got to go beat the Arizona Cardinals. Don't worry about what happens with the Niners on Thursday night. Just get the Ziggy off the board, as they like to say. Get that one win in your pocket. Do some things on offense to feel good about yourself, even if that means just running the ball down your throats. But all of that speed you added, and Hyatt dropped that pass, oof, Hyatt, Waller, Slayton, all the speed we talked about and how different the Giant offense could be means nothing if the Giants don't give Daniel Jones more than a half a second to drop back and complete a pass because that's essentially the way it felt last night. This is a quick, short little recap for you on one giant step. Again, still Sands co-host here. I am going to have guest Pat Leonard on the show as we preview week two versus the Arizona Cardinals at the end of the week. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Sean Morash, at Morash Radio on Instagram, and follow One Giant Step. Download, subscribe, free on the Odyssey app, and everywhere podcasts are available. I will, of course, be part of Evan and Tiki all week long, every single day on WFAN Monday through Friday, and catch Big Blue Kickoff Live with me and John Schmelk Saturdays 9 to 9.30 a.m. But Giant fans, look, we can go on and on and on. I could talk for another 20 minutes about what went wrong. This is as wipe the tapes as a wipe the tapes game can be. This is a game you want to bury, a game you want to one day look back and laugh at. We have to eat it. You have to be humbled. But you also have to stay within yourself and understand the flaws of this team without panicking and calling the season over after one night because it is not over. You hope it's not over. 
as I say that. I guess things could spiral really bad the rest of the way. Uh, this could be a very different tone from me, Giant fans, and any podcast alike if they lose to the Arizona Cardinals we're sitting here in a week. But I don't believe that will happen. I believe this team is too talented and too well coached. Take a deep breath. It sucks having to deal with Cowboy fans. We're in this together. And we'll take one giant step the rest of the year. Thank you for everybody listening. Thanks to producer James. Thank you to everybody. Remember, download and subscribe everywhere. Podcasts are available. One giant step. I'm Sean Morash. Take care, everyone.